0: So last evening, I was at Marymount for the um, 100th anniversary of their school. It was a beautiful celebration. Archbishop Gomez was celebrating, and I was uh, one of two concelebrants, so I read the gospel. And I had a book the same size as I had now, and after the gospel, you're supposed to go over to the archbishop and have him kiss the page. Well, it was a big old book, and I was kind of clumsy. I went over to him, and as he went down to kiss the thing, I smacked him right in the face with the pages. (laughs) He laughed, just like you're laughing. It was wonderful. <laughs> so the poor man got hit last night. <laughs> you know, this is a, a wonderful day, a um, day of welcome and hospitality and greeting our new people as they begin this great journey. We've really begun it already, but to begin in a new way. And I always think of my own Dad. He was 73 years old, a Lutheran, not practicing much, would come to church at St. Alphonsus with me and my sister and my mom, and I remember him just sitting there in that pew. And I'd go up to communion with my sister and my mom, and I, I always thought to myself, that's wrong. He should not be left there alone. They didn't go that often, but there he was. And I swore somehow, someway, if I ever had the opportunity, I would do my best to invite everybody to the table. Everyone. So my dad at 73, one day, decided he was going to become a Catholic. Now let me tell you, he did not take this course of initiation that you're taking so I admit that I apologize for that no right of welcome we just did it our own way Monsieur Duval who was the pastor that I succeeded here was at St. Eugene's with me and he'd go down on Sunday afternoon my mom would cook a dinner and they'd discuss whatever they would discuss at Seal Beach uh, the life of faith and by golly, come Easter, my dad came into the church. But before he came into the church, since he'd been a baptized Lutheran, he was supposed to go to confession. He didn't want to go to confession. <laughs> At 73, I don't blame him. <laughs> so I said to him, I told a little tinge of a lie. I said, Dad, you know, I have a priest at St. Anselm's. His name is Father Stan Poon. He's from China. He hardly understands English. (laughs) He's the guy to go to. (laughs) So my dad did. (laughs) God bless him. So... It's, it's a wonderful time that's ahead of you all, and um, be a great joy for you and for your family. My dad received the faith from my mom, not from me, for sure. And when he was baptized, or not baptized, but accepted into the church, Cardinal Manning was the archbishop at the time, and he was a friend to my family. So he sent a, a photograph of himself, which, you know, bishops do that. was fine. And on the photograph, it said, listen to this, Lloyd Senior, some come into the vineyard in the late afternoon. Some come in the late afternoon. I was excited about that. And I said to my dad, something that I believe with all my heart were my very best words to him. I said, Dad, I'm a minister of the gospel. But I promise you, you're getting exactly the same reward as I'm going to get. Yes, you are. I know it sounds crazy, and in the gospel it sounds unjust in some ways. You know, this guy worked one hour, and the other guys worked from 9 o'clock in the morning. But that's God's way. We have no idea, I think, of the mercy and the love, the goodness of our God. God. That was living proof to me and my dad. I was joyful. I'm not so sure I would be so joyful if it would have been somebody else. But my dad, I wanted that for him. I was grateful. Received the crown. My brothers and my sisters, we're struggling with that right now. That's why I think Pope Francis, our dear Holy Father, has called this synod, beginning in the first week of October, very soon. He's gathering people from the whole world. What is he asking them to do? To listen. To welcome each other. But then... Not just to say you're welcome, but then to listen to them. And they may have different views and different approaches and different ways in which they find their love and find their God. But he's saying, listen to them. It's valuable. We're different. But in the house of our God, we're all welcome, we're all honored and respected. We're all loved, we're all heard by our God. So let's not be jealous about that. You know, some of us have been working hard all of our lives and we're barely gonna get the crown. And some guy was a rascal and at the very end of life he makes this conversion and he's gonna get the same crown. That's okay, that's God's gift. That's his love. That's his care for us. That's our God. Brothers and sisters, that's our God. God, I hope we believe that. It's so important. We must do the same here at St. Monica. We must welcome them. But not just to welcome them, we must listen to them must honor their tradition, their thoughts, their feelings, their approach to life and to love. That's part of the journey. Not to change people's minds, to walk with them. Try to understand them. Understanding the messiness of the human condition, my brothers and sisters. It's messy. It's messy. So today, we're really going back to that gospel. Because in the early church, Matthew is the only one that that uses that parable. Because he was speaking to the Jewish church, Matthew was. And there was a big synod in Jerusalem, soon after the resurrection of our Lord. What were they fighting about? Who could become part of this new way? The Jews, of course. But Gentiles? No way. But Paul and Barnabas stood up in the midst of that assembly in Jerusalem and spoke from their hearts. And Paul was a tough guy spoke from their hearts and demanded the church to listen, to embrace them, us, and to allow us to be a part of the new way. If that hadn't happened, folks, we'd all be in synagogues today. Yes, we would. That's not what happened. So I ask you, pray. Pray for our Synod. Let's do something here at St. Monica. I've yet got a plan, but I'm, I'm going to... We did some evaluation of sinned people. Maybe we should go back and just look over those things because they were recommendations not to the big church. They were recommendations to this church. And we need to do that. I need to do that. Brothers and sisters... Your old pastor needs to listen to you, to understand your tradition, your way, your thinking. I need to be a part of that. That's what Francis keeps saying to us over and over and over again. Make room in the tent for everyone. Todos. Todos, todos. So God bless Lloyd (laughs) Sr. And God bless this church of ours. And God bless you today. Those who are in this wonderful new initiation process. It's a gift and a blessing to you. And a great blessing to us. So thank you. And welcome. Amen. Amen.